So, you've got an idea for a business. The store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out. Everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media. Source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. We are the Bride Radio is the voice of the true Bride of Christ. and engage the bride of Christ to stand up and take your place in the army in the kingdom. We recognize our battle is not with flesh and blood, but with the principalities and the powers of the air. We are a ministry of prayer, and we highlight what God is doing through other ministries and ministers across the globe. We provide a platform for ministers and a place for the bride to come together and rally around each other, hold up each other's arms, and pray for one another. WATV Radio celebrates the various missions that God has called each one of us to in this army, so we desire to promote and enhance the bride as a whole. Go, bride! Our soon-coming king awaits. This is a WATB disclaimer. The views and opinions expressed in this show do not necessarily reflect the views of We Are The Bride Ministries, We Are The Bride Radio, or We Are The Bride Television. Thank you. Welcome, my friends, to the Texas Power Hour with Pastor Carolyn Sism and friends. This radio show is an outreach ministry of Eastgate Ministries in Katy, Texas. Experience the power, experience the glory with Pastor Carolyn Sism. Check out her website at www.eastgateministries.com. Crusade coming up. 
Gilbert and Gloria Scott at the Holiday Inn, February 7th and 8th. Uh, Hearst Daughters will be leading praise and worship at the Crusade at the Holiday Inn. That Sunday morning they will be here. Our praise and worship team will be leading worship and theirs will be... Uh, hey, Jenna. So if y'all just pass that around, we'll talk some more about it between now and then. Uh, healing Crusade, and they're getting ready to go across the country with these Healing Crusades. So we get to make the first deposit. Amen. We'll be the first groups, I guess, uh, making a deposit into uh, this vision that Brother Scott has had for years, and they're breaking it forth now. Amen and hallelujah. Chris, I want to talk to you some more. Chris Monkey. Uh, they weren't here. Some of you weren't here earlier where we started when I was talking about when I was in um, uh, Austin this week and I was discerning the spirit over the city and then trying to separate the spirit that's over the city from the spirit that's over the state government, which is two different powers and principalities when you go in there. You have to figure it out. I had to figure it out. Okay. Uh, well, I'm trying to discern it, but then I discerned that the chatter around the government gathering, which was around the inauguration, had to do with the oil uh, that's in the Permian Basin, the oil fine, 45 years and up that we can be totally energy independent for 45 years. Around the Permian oil basin, and the oil mine ever in America. Uh, this is the largest oil mine ever in America. And we'll make us energy independent. And Chris spoke up. And Chris, would you say again what you said and just give us just a little more? Uh, oh, yeah. He works in the oil industry and he spoke up immediately. Um, basically, that uh, I know that there are companies that are investing almost like half of their new production oil, you know, production facilities are targeted in that area, like globally, you know, globally. All, all, okay. all the new developments globally, half of it's like going to be focused there for some companies. Okay. When I was praying about it, and uh, Joanne and I were praying together, I said they're going to be coming in here from all over the world, and, that, and that's what's going on at this inauguration. I said they're literally coming in here from all over the world about this. And that, and that was the chatter I was picking up in the realm of spirit. And this wow. is in Texas? Uh, Permian Basin, Midland, that area. West Texas and a little bit in New Mexico, but it's also trillions of feet of natural gas. In addition to the Oasis. Okay, but that's what I picked up in the spirit. Uh, thank you, Chris, for that insight. Because, see, I don't know that in the natural, because I'm not in that industry anymore. <coughs> Something else that came to when we were talking is like, this is why all of these migrants, it's like because America is blessed and we have all these rich resources, they feel like then we have so much, they're entitled to it. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Well, anyway, that's what I discerned over the, that's the only thing, God, well, I'm going to talk about something else here. Uh, the only thing I discerned that was over the inauguration was oil. Oil. That was the only thing they said. Okay, I'm talking about the, the uh, dignity.
carried or the elite or the wealth or the many people who were there. And I'm joking with Alan. I said the black hats, the black string ties, and cowboy boots. <laughs> okay, but my message today is the decree of kings. Um, so Joanne and Tanya and I went to Austin, and um, on our return trip from Austin, this is what I'm going to talk to y'all about in my sermon. I was sitting in the back and just I happened to remember a word the Lord spoke to me. We were in a little white church praying because, you know, we prayed for years and years back there on Wednesday night. The Lord gave us a mandate to do it. We haven't stopped. We're still praying on Wednesday night. How many years we've been praying together? Sandra knows. Fifteen. Fifteen years we've been praying together. Wow. Yeah. Thankful, you know. Um, but anyway, one of the messages the Lord gave, and I believe it was toward the end of George Bush's eight years in office. I don't have the exact date, I don't have the exact words, but I know what he said, and I had witnessed him, and they're still here. <laughs> he said, because the word came out of my spirit. He says, Carolyn, I chose George W. Bush to secure the border. And I mentioned this at Friday prayer at Phyllis's, and she says, I knew that God chose George W. Bush. But, but the Lord said, to me, he says, I chose George W. Bush. To secure the border. That was to be his first priority in office. He failed to do so. Now this is serious business. This is serious business that we're talking about here today. Um, so the thought came to me, and I was considering this, and I'm sure it was the Spirit of the Lord that brought it to me because it sure wasn't on my mind. This is a mandate and a command. If this was a command for our nation from the Lord. George W. Bush was given a command, authority, and an anointing to secure the border. In the Old Testament, when God gave his kings who were in position a command they also had the power and the anointing to carry out his command. Yes. And we see all through the Bible, well, this, this king did what God said, that king didn't. And then trouble came upon Israel because the kings did not do what God told them to do. This is a serious thing I'm talking about here today. So this is my considering, and I believe it was the considering of the Holy Spirit, that we are not to pray as intercessors about this situation. Crying out to the Lord, to God come down here and move by your sovereign spirit and get all this pushed out of the way to build this wall. You know why? Because he has commanded it to be so. Oh, it's a big difference. It's a big difference. We are, we are to speak and decree from the realm of the Lord's authority. If see, that's what President Trump did when he was running for office. He declared what God said. Now, I doubt he knows he knew anything he was doing. He might, he might know what he's doing, but I doubt he did. <laughs> but you know, God controls the minds of kings like he controls the rivers, okay? 
So when you pray for them, pray that God will give them dreams and they'll control their mind. Okay, so we are to decree from the realm of the Lord's authority that he has commanded, I said the Lord has commanded the border to be secured. He has commanded it to be so. But this king and that king and the other king didn't do it. Because it was not politically expedient, they thought, to do so uh, because of the pressure that they would get from the liberal left. Okay, so we are to come into agreement with the command of heaven. With the command, I want to come into agreement with the command of heaven. Yes. I do not want to be out of agreement with the command of heaven. And the authority heaven gave to the office of the President of the United States as Commander-in-Chief of the Nation. Amen. <laughs> it's noteworthy that I want to make a note before I go on here. It's very important. Dan Patrick, and I have witnesses in here, made a decree in his inauguration speech. He decreed Texas will appropriate the money from our reserve to secure the Texas border. Yes. Am I right, G? He said that. He said we have enough money in our reserve to do it. Amen. Now, this has to be approved by the Texas Congress. Right. We don't know how much flack he's going to run into with the federal government because they actually control the border, not the state. Right. Right. But he decreed it. He says, we are going to present a bill or whatever it is they do to take the money out of our reserve and build the fence. What do you think? He decreed it. He's lieutenant governor of the state of Texas. He has the authority to decree it. Yes. The budget. The budget. From the budget. Yeah, they control the budget. And they can, can reinforce sheriffs and county officials along the border. And we yes. have been. We've been buying tanks and all kinds of equipment. Okay. That's what he said. Okay. And he said we're going to build a wall. Praise God. That's what he said. Out of our reserve money. Now, they don't have it approved yet. I think what they got, 128 days? Is it? 126 days. 125 commands. Yeah. So, I suppose there'll be resistance. Would you not think that there will be some forces come in to resist this? Our complications with either the federal government or the Texas Congress are the liberal. Uh, wing of the uh, Texas Congress. So I guess we better pray about that. Kings, presidents, governors, and the church have the anointing, authority, and power to declare and decree in the spirit. Things happen when we exercise this authority under the anointing. The Holy Spirit in 
angelic realm recognizes and responds to true spiritual authority and anointing. And it's always in the word of God and in God's will and in God's timing. That's why we are to discern, that's why the church is supposed to know the signs and see the signs of the time. Remember in December I preached this message that during this time and this season you have got to know the signs of the times. Yes. Okay, if we do not know the signs of the times and what God is revealing to us that he is doing, then we cannot come into agreement and take the authority and decree and declare what God is doing on the earth. Job 22:28. He will also declare or decree a thing, and it will be established yes. for you. The light will shine on your way. That also means that which is evil. Mm -hmm. An evil king can decree and declare a thing and cause it to come to pass. Mm -hmm. Look at the laws that were changed. The spirit of Antichrist is going to try to change the laws and the seasons. Yes. The spirit of Antichrist will come in in government roles and they will decree and declare a thing and they will change the laws and they will even try to change the seasons. Thus you have got global warming and they're trying to do it through global warming. Matthew 8, 8 through 10. Centurion answered and said, Lord, I am not worthy that you should come under my roof, but only speak a word and my servant will be healed. For I also am a man under authority, having soldiers under me. I say to this one, go, and he goes, and to another, come, and he comes. And to my servant, do this, and he does it. And when Jesus heard it, he marveled and said to those who followed, But surely I say to you, I have not found such great faith, not even in Israel. Okay, so... God speaks and gives you a command, Chris. You're on, in your faith, you're going to have to act on that command. Yes. Yes. You can't say, well, I need to go get ten more prophetic words to confirm this. No. That's right. <laughs> Let me run to ten different meetings to see if I can get someone. That word didn't really agree with what I want to do. You know, God, I was praying this way. And I was asking you to do this. And your command came to me, and that's going to be a lot of trouble. And that's, gonna, that's not going to be easy to do. I'm going to go get somebody else to prophesy to me, and maybe they will tell me what I want to hear. You can count on it. You can count on it. It will be uncomfortable, and it will... Or it did not come from God. Not to say that he's going to bless you and give you things easy. That's right. Because I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Yes. And, and, and life is good. I mean, but I'm talking about kingdom warfare. Yes. Kingdom work. Where you're actually going into the camp of the enemy and take back what he stole from you. Where you actually go into the government of your nation and decree and declare what God says and take back what the devil has done. The devil has torn up your nation. It's torn up. We're in a mess. Samuel said to Saul, you have done 
profit. You don't want profits tearing you, you dumb foolishly. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're going to be looking for another word besides that one. <laughs> you have now kept the commandment of the Lord your God, which he commanded you. Do you know George W. Bush? You have not kept the command of the Lord he commanded you. Now I love George W. Bush brought him into office. This is serious business. I told you this is serious business. I'm not sorry this morning. For now the Lord would have established your kingdom over Israel forever, but your kingdom shall not continue. The Lord has sought for himself a man after his own heart. And the Lord has commanded him to be the commander over his people. Commander-in-chief. Where do we get the word commander-in-chief? From the Holy Bible. And that's that which God gave to that person that he set over his, 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 his nation. Commander-in-chief. Because you have not kept what the Lord commanded you. Now this is serious for you. What has the Lord commanded you to do? What has the Lord commanded you to do? You're going to be held accountable for it. You say, well, that wasn't really what I had in mind. <laughs> you better get it done. Take it. This is under the government of the throne of God. That a king, priest, governor, church does what the Lord commands. But let me tell you, if you'll do it, at whatever cost it'll cost you, if you will do it, you will come into a wider, bigger, greater, more awesome place in God that you could ever think of or make up in your little mind. Mm -hmm. Yes. If you will just do what he says. God made David a commander over his people. Kings and presidents are commanders in chief. Under God. Under God. In some measure, they have the power and authority to command and order things to be done. There will be times provided the judgment is right and needed urgently. Would you say that we need someone to take control of this nation? My family. Yes. When kings, presidents, governors will need to command and decree instead of wasting hours, days, weeks, and even months trying to debate and seek consensus of every <coughs> insignificant policy. So who am I preaching to right now? I'm preaching to the President of the United States Amen. to go ahead and declare a national emergency to take authority over this situation and put an end uh, to Congress boycotting and shutting down. Take authority and take your losses. Cut bait and swim. <laughs> Sometimes you gotta cut bait and swim. When you gotta make a decision, well usually, I say it this way, when God calls you to do something, you're gonna have to cut bait and swim. The person who's obligated to explain everything to the media, oh, I didn't write media in there, I said to everyone. 
kingly of God. There are times when hesitation, indecisiveness, and failure to exert one's authority will result in major losses and defeat for a nation. Therefore, there will be times when a king, priest, governor has to act decisively and swiftly. I love this this week, but he shut down Nancy Pelosi's I would like to just go over the whole Psalm 72 today because that is the Psalm, the anointing for a king, but I just got a little of it because I got other places to go. <laughs> oh God, make the king a godly judge like you. Yeah, you should be praying pray Psalm 72 over your president and over your governors and over your leaders every day. Help him to give true justice to your people, honorably and equal to all. Verse 8, may he subdue and take dominion from sea to sea, and may he rule from the river to the rim. Verse 10, distant kings will surrender and come with their gifts from every continent and coastland. They will offer their tribute to you. In the, in the Old Testament, nations paid tribute to stronger nations to keep them from attacking them. Mm -hmm. That's right. In the 20th and 21st century, and maybe back to the 19th century, the United States of America has been paying tribute mm -hmm. to other nations mm -hmm. to uh, help to, to get them to act right. Mm -hmm. That's not the way it's supposed to be. That's right. They're supposed to pay tribute to us. That's right. And, and, and Trump is saying, Hey, if we send our army over there to help you, you're going to have to pay us. Okay, moving along. Lord help me. I'm sure God gave this to me last night. The word for dominion is rama. It means to tread down, to subjugate, to subdue, to rule, to prevail against, to reign, and to take possession. Spirit of dominion is the most powerful anointing to operate through a servant of God. It is the manifestation of the kingly anointing, the authority and power to rule in the spirit realm. It is anointing that prevails. After King David received the divine covenant, land, and the kingly anointing, he expanded his kingdom in all directions conquering lands that the Joshua generation failed to possess. Y'all read the book of Joshua. God told Joshua to go in and take it all, and I mean Joshua was a man of God. I'm talking to you, he was a man of it, man, a mighty man of God. Yes. And he did incredible things for God. That were awesome. But at the last, God says, Joshua, you have waxed old. Yes. And 
told you to? So now I, I want you to just separate this land and we're going to have to do something else. I, you know, I don't want to get to that point where he says, Carolyn, you have rat <laughs> And you haven't done what I told you to do? Church has lost much of its power and authority that God meant for us to carry. 
we say we're going to church like the first church where they were walking in holiness. Come on. Yeah. Well, our whole television is turning to nonsense. But you will not have dominion over what has power over you. If you have not overcome, you don't have dominion over. Kings, priests, governors, and the church may have different spheres of influence, some smaller and some greater, based on their inheritance of the gift of grace. You will, whatever God has given you dominion over is what he's given you grace over. Your, their length of reign, achievements, fame, or geographical locations, I think we need to pray some more grace on Donald J. Trump. Mm -hmm. Kings, priests, governors, apostles with limited spheres of influence must realize they will need to work together with other kings if they want to make a greater or global impact. Where there is competition, selfish ambition, a desire for prestige, selfish positioning or influence, there will be limited spheres. crucial turning point for Israel in 1st Kings occurs in chapter 12 when following the death of Solomon the nation of Israel is torn asunder by internal conflict and becomes two separate warring kingdoms. Where there had once been unity of vision and spirit there existed ongoing discord and strife. What causes discord and strife in the body of Christ? Envy Wanting preeminence and prominence and recognition and attention and to be lifted up. Self, self, flesh, carnality. Similarly, a far reaching vision that led America's forefathers to found a nation governed by the rule of law could not prevent that nation from splintering less, less than 80 years later self-centered ideologies and a militant spirit threatened to destroy this one nation under God. Only God's mercy, righteous leadership, the prayers of the church, of individuals, and of groups who love their God and their country have helped keep America as the land of the free and the home of the brave. It's still true today. Church, it's on you. If you want to live in the land of the free and the home of the brave, then you're going to, there has to be a nation of prayers. You are the ones that move the hands of God. You are the one that determines the destiny of this nation. You are the one who determines the effects of failure of government that are over this land. It's in your prayers. Tomorrow night, I've been asked to participate in a forum of ministries um, from across the nation to honor the Christian heritage and legacy of another king, Martin Luther King. The liberal left and the Democratic Party is trying to redefine the legacy and mission of Dr. Martin Luther King. That's right. They are redefining it and claiming uh, it for their liberal left agenda. Reverend Arthur L. Hunt, Jr. is hosting an all-day Bible reading in Washington, D.C. on Monday, May the 21st. And I think June asked me if I wanted to read or if anybody wants to read. If you do, we can contact and see if they have any spaces where they need someone to read. <coughs> but I'm supposed to be 
uh, bringing a 15-minute sermon tomorrow night. Okay, the purpose is to define the Christian values of Dr. King. And he's calling this all day and up into the night thing a cleanse from the propaganda of the liberal left. Oh, it's, it's happening in Washington, D.C. Uh, Dr. June Knight is hosting a forum of ministry, her and uh, Reverend Hunt, to reaffirm the values of Christianity and the Christian values of MLK. I've been asked to share on that forum. I have some quotes from Martin Luther King. If you protest courageously and yet with dignity and Christian love, when the history books are written in future generations, the historians will have to pause and say, there lived a great people, a black people, who injected new meaning and dignity into the veins of civilization. I refuse to accept the view that mankind is so tragically bound to the starless midnight of racism and war that the bright daybreak of peace and brotherhood can never become reality. I believe that unarmed truth and unconditional love will have the final word. And you can see why the liberal left is trying uh, to steal this and change this identity of what he stood for because they're so anti-Christian. You know, his sister is preaching and she's preaching against that all the time. Dr. King, and I'll share some of this, I, I suppose it, I was doing dual work telling y'all what I'm doing, but I'll probably sh I'll share some of this tomorrow night. Dr. King pursued his dream of a colorblind society. Now, just so you know, I'm colorblind. Don't you come to me that I'm preaching black or white or, or I just didn't like Obama, so I tell you, I don't care what color he was. He was not a Christian man. Isn't that the truth? He was black and white. Yeah, he was black and white and he was not a Christian man, so I'm colorblind. Love must be our regulating ideal. Mm -hmm. 
Once again, we will hear the words of Jesus echoing across the centuries. Love your enemies, bless them that curse you, and pray for them that despitefully use you. Injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. Yes. Yes. I believe Dr. Martin Luther King, King's dream is fulfilled. I believe his I have a dream speech was a decree. Yes. And he decreed it under the authority God gave him and chose him. I believe he was chosen by God yes. to lead the civil rights movement and to yes. do what God did and how he did it. And he decreed it from Malingam of Oral. And I believe that his his dream has come to pass. I believe it's fulfilled in the United States of America. I'm going to say that tonight. In my world, there is no racism. There's no racism in this church. If you do, well, I'll probably check you. <laughs> Whether it's black or white racism. Yes, I'm sure it still exists in certain areas of the United States. But I don't know any of those people. I don't know that knows them. I don't know that people, whether black or white, who still have racial issues or judge others based on those issues. It's just, I don't even think that way. And I know the liberal left continues to try to stir strife in our nation, yeah. trying to make race an issue. Yeah. But again, the liberal left's not in my life either. Again, <laughs> 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 yeah, I have to deal with them because they're all over the television. <laughs> my world that I live in, the kingdom of God, on earth as it is in heaven. That's where I live. It's based on the word of God and the life of Christ versus the evil works of Satan and the spirit of Antichrist as, as Gabriel read the scripture this morning. Race has nothing to do with anything. I said race has nothing to do with anything in the kingdom of God. That's right. That's right. This is from Martin Luther King. I have a dream that one day this nation will rise up and live out the true meaning of its creed. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal. Yes. This is our hope. This is the faith that I go back to the South with. With this faith, we will be able to hew out of the mountain of despair a stone of hope. With this faith, we will be able to transform the jangling discords of our nation into a beautiful symphony of brotherhood. With this faith, we will be able to work together, to pray together, to struggle together, to stand up for freedom together, knowing that we will be free one day. From every mountainside, let freedom ring. And when this happens, we will allow freedom to ring. We will allow freedom to ring, but we let it ring from every village and every hamlet, from every state and every city. We will be able to speed up that day when all of God's children, black men and white men, Jews and Gentiles, yeah. Protestants and Catholics, I can remember
remember being young, when I was young, it was a great division between Protestants and Catholics in the United States. We'll be A and Jews and Gentiles. Not so much in the U.S. I didn't know those people. They will be A, but in the, where I grew up in Southeast Missouri, we, we, we didn't have a Catholic church until I was about 20 years old in our whole church, in our whole community, in the whole county. There was no Catholic church. But then they built one. <laughs> Protestants and Catholics will be able to join hands and sing the words of the old Negro spiritual. Free at last, free at last. Thank God Almighty, we are free at last. I have a Catholic son-in-law, my daughter has joined the Catholic church, and I have three grandchildren who are being raised in a Catholic school. I have never lived in a world where I did not feel free. For who the sun sets free, you are free indeed. And since the death of Dr. King in 1968, and see, I read that and I believed it. For who the sun sets free, you're free indeed. So I don't come up under bondage. Nobody can put me under bondage. Except the bondage, I'm a bond slave to the Lord Jesus Christ. Okay, since the death of Dr. King in 1968, and I was trying to go back and think where I was in 1968. It was the year that Shadow uh, was born, I guess. So I was in a whole different world. And they were killing everybody during that time. Everybody was getting shot. <coughs> the presidents, Kennedy, Martin Luther King, it seemed like it was, we were going through a time when if you had a view, somebody might shoot you. Christianity and our Christian values in the year 2019 have come under attack by the liberal left. Unheard of in 1968, the vice president's wife was going to do some volunteer, volunteer teaching at a Christian private school and she has come under heavy attack being called terrible names uh, by the liberal left. So you see how times have changed. I do not believe Dr. King would have ever come into agreement with abortion. Our same-sex marriage. I heard his sister say he would have rolled over in his grave. I heard her say that. At that, at, at, uh, at, the, at the law of same-sex marriage. Our cousin, cousin, okay. I do not believe he would come into agreement with lawless riots. Or I don't believe he would come into agreement with socialism. Okay. So see, I have a message that I can deliver. I can, I can add a little bit more to it. Of where I stand on this. His Christian values are my Christian values. And because I'm not interested in, in, now I have to confess, I'm confessed before God and man. I have some trouble with the Muslims. I haven't got there yet where I'm loving my Muslim brothers and sisters. Because <laughs> most of them won't kill me. Yeah. I, I just want to point out, that's not a racial issue. That is a spiritual issue. It's not a racial issue. 
There's a waviness here. We've got to discern spirit rightly. There's a waviness here. Okay, go ahead, Joanne. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we come against the darkness, the bondage, the lies, the untruths of the Islamic faith. Lord, there are so many, Lord, even in our nation, now even in elected officials in our House of Representatives who have embraced this false teaching. Father, we come against it through the power of the blood of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the true and living God. Your word declares every knee shall bow and every tongue will declare that Jesus Christ is Lord. We speak that scripture over all Muslims, Father, in our nation, globally, Father, and that now, while they have time, Lord, they will repent and declare that Jesus Christ is their Lord and Savior. And Father, whatever, whatever ministries are reaching out to them, we ask you to strengthen and to uphold. Father, there are many who are doing humanitarian relief, Father, as an open uh, opportunity to minister to Muslims. Father, we open the doors that you won't open. We call them open. We 
and nations that appear to be closed to the gospel. We say, Lord, they are open to the power of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Father, and we send forth those, Lord, who you have called and anointed to minister, Lord, through every means, Lord, person to person, radio, television, whatever, Father, that they will be reached. Open the hearts of Muslims, Father, who truly are hungry to know that there is a God who loves them, who died for them. They do not have to sacrifice and die for their God. There's the true and living God who died for them. And Father, in Jesus' name, send forth a mighty harvest for this end time, Lord, amongst the Muslim people, in Jesus' name. strong words concerning presidents of nations. So I stand before God and I stand before this assembly that the strong words that I have spoken be judged by the court of heaven When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.